0: Are you ready this morning for the word? Somebody say the word. Now, we are sharing at the moment, God wants you to end strong. Say, end strong. Now, it's not how you start the journey. It's not the starters. It's the finishers that's going to get reward. Now, on the journey we are, it's not who's first. It's do I complete my task that was laid upon my life so that I can finish the race. And uh, even if you made wrong choices in the beginning and you have failed or made mistakes, this is not about this. This is about completing the race and end strong. Tell somebody, say, end strong. Now, there's a scripture that's going to help us in Matthew chapter number 21 and in verse 28. What do you think, Jesus said? There was a man who had two sons. He came to the first and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. And he answered, I will not, oh my word. But afterwards, he changed his mind and he went, say, change his mind. So the word of God is always there to change our mind from stinking thinking to have the mind of Christ. God knows the end from the beginning. He knows how your life story is going to end if I make wrong choices. He also knows how your life story is supposed to end because of his great will, when I follow godly instruction. Now, the word of God is my GPS. Help me, somebody. Now, now, uh, this word was written by the inspiration of the Spirit. Now, I don't know about you, but GPS is just a woman's voice all the time. And sometimes she's confused. Yesterday I went to meet with Prophet Zion and uh, there in and then it said turn left and turn right and my lord the next moment she said make a U-turn and then I know stupid 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 and I said can't I change the GPS voice now now <laughs> you know we we've been one time I was preaching 10 minutes, 15 minutes away from Johannesburg Airport in Walkerville for Apostle Eleanor. And this woman didn't have a good night that night. The GPS. I was driving and driving. I was later on the N3 towards Durban. And after 30, 40 minutes, they start phoning, where are you? I said, I don't know. I said, she told me where to drive. And said, what does the sign say? I said, Vereniging Heidelberg. They said, oh my word, you're on the way to Durban. I said, you need to get a turn off. Come back, you're 15, 20 minutes away from the airport. I said, get somebody in my slot. But the word of God, this word never makes a mistake. Say it never makes a mistake. Now, because we have the word, God gave his word, the word described to us, there's three enemies in your life and in my life, every person's life. The world around you, this weekend was Daisy Weekend in Darling, where 30,000 plus people went. they there since Friday afternoon to get in. That's not your food, your accommodation. The cheapest ticket is 1900 There's a section where the tickets are 10000 And the place is packed to get high, to smoke tarzan tobacco, whatever they do there, you know. And uh, it's strange how people are looking the world's suck them in and you'll be amazed how many believers will be there where they spend all this money now as Christians we don't live loud while well, we're supposed to be salt on the earth and the light of the world but John comes in 1 John 5 he says you have overcome the world say I have It's not a must and I'm going to be according to God's mindset. It's a done deal. Now I need to walk in. I have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. You have overcome the world, my children, by your faith. There's a next enemy. So we have victory over the world. Satan himself. Because he wants to oppose you. Help me somebody. But in Luke chapter 10, Jesus said, I gave you authority and power over all the power the enemy possesses. So we have victory over the devil. Say, I have victory over the devil. But there's a third enemy that's more powerful than the world or Satan himself. We. Have done ourselves more harm than what any witch doctor, any Sangoma, any Satanist, or even your mother in law could do to you. Help me by believing a lie of Satan. And that's why I shared last Sunday morning in this service what's the key word? Where do I start? To end this year strong, God's desire. Say, God wants me to end strong. So Satan comes with deception and distractions. And how he distracts us, he works with the speed of a thought. When you look at yourself and you say, I cannot, impossible, I'm not worthy, I'm never going to make it, life slapped me, he said that, they said, she said, and now we become sensational. If you build your whole life on anything except Jesus, you are on quicksand, shaking sand, the house can fall. You build it on your charismatic ability, your gift, your talent, uh, how good you are, how good I can preach, how good I can prophesy. And uh, I just come for a quick fix every Sunday. And uh, I become a Holy Ghost junkie. That lasts not long. But when I build it on the Word and the Spirit, i am guaranteed to be victorious and to finish this year strong that's why paul comes and he says uh, he says in conclusion of ephesians 16 be strong in the lord not weak not timid but strong say i must be strong So God wants you to be strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Hallelujah. And this is the story why we're here. So where the starting point is Psalm 92, I must be planted. Say planted in the house. Because there's four benefits when I'm planted. We saw it. You will flourish. You will grow. You will be fruitful and you will even be fresh at an old age. Somebody gave me a compliment on Friday and they thought I'm 45. I said, 45 plus vet. That's why Tasha is my younger sister, Lonzel, my older sister, and Willie my son, is my younger brother. And they think the grandchildren is my children. I said, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. But because it's Psalm 92, that helps us to understand the principle. Now, here is a story. Because the scripture we were reading is about two sons. The one said, the father said, go and work in the vineyard. That's the father's desire is the vineyard, the harvest field. He said, I will not, and later regretted. and then he went to work. He spoke to the other one. He said, go and work in the vineyard. He said, yes, I will, and he never did it. And then Jesus came because he was speaking to the scribes and Pharisees, and then he said to them, He said, then the man came to the second and said the same thing. And he replied, I will go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of the father? They replied, the first one. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the harlots will get into the kingdom of heaven before you. Why? Because they had John the Baptist and they were listening to him and now they were listening to Jesus. So the scribes and the Pharisees are in big trouble. Now here Jesus was referring to two sons. Then he spoke about the lost sheep. He spoke about the prodigal son. It's all lost stuff happening. The prodigal son Nobody pushed him. He walked away, demand his inheritance, and then walked away from the father. Out of the father's plan, will, protection. And the father wants his sons to end strong. Now the father didn't run first after him. He was looking every day, when will the prodigal come home? because what did the father had? He had a ring, he had a new cloak, and he had shoes for his feet. And when he saw the son, he ran then to meet the son halfway. So here we have two sons. One said, I will, and didn't do it. The other said, I will not do it, and he did it. And that's the ones God is trusting right now. For here, people said, I will, and they didn't do it. Now, the ones that said, I will not do it, suddenly realize that's our only hope. Then he spoke about, my word, 99 sheep. There was 100, one got lost. And then the shepherd went to look for that sheep. And this is the time frame. And then he spoke about the lost coin. The coin was out of circulation. It gathered dust and dirt And then the woman called people and they start brooming because the value of that coin was so precious. But it was lost and forgotten. So this morning I spoke to, I'm speaking to the two sons. I'm speaking to the lost sheep. I'm speaking to the prodigal son that needs to come home. And I'm speaking to the lost coin to come back in circulation again so that you can complete what you were designed for. Help me, somebody. Now, the, the son, the one that said he would not go, what made him? He changed his mind. Tell your neighbor, say, that's the key. Change your stinking thinking to the plan of God. Now help me, because this is a thing that we need to understand. God's will, he wants you. Now, Jesus many times when he had to perform a miracle, he asked the question, what do you want? Did you know that our desires, the world that tries to suck you in, works on your wants? We buy stuff we don't need to impress people that doesn't like us. You see, the world tries to come with your wants, and the world wants you to have the wrong wants. Jesus asked blind Bartholomew, what do you want me to do that I might see? See, thy faith has made thee whole. What will carry you through in the time frame that we are in that where in the world the wrong is right and the right is wrong right now? Everything is upside down. And the problem is Jesus warned us in the end times there will be a great deception. And deception is Satan's way this is what we called focus thieves, distractions. What distractions are you fighting to take you off that you would end strong in this year? Procrastination is most people's sickness right now. I will do it next week. I will do it next year. I will still enjoy everything. I will still put on delay. No, 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 there may not be. Be a tomorrow. Help me somebody. And here is the scripture. The word endurance means the ability to endure an unpleasant or a difficult process or situation without giving away or giving up. Tell your neighbor, say, it's not time to toss in the towel right now. It's time now to become the person The father is looking for to be active in his kingdom. Help me. Now, now now, here is a powerful thing, because when Paul says, "Become strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, with the two sons we discover there's a possibility you can move towards God and closer, or you can walk away from God's plan for your life. Substitutes for sugar called scandalrel gives memory loss, it has aspartame in. Satan has aspartame out there. Substitutes, where God said, this is the plan. They try the substitute plan. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but the purposes of God is the only thing that will prevail. I was pastoring a church and this gentleman at that time I'd, I was in my mind when people were in the 50s and 60s I thought they were old now I think if you're 90 you're young and suddenly this gentleman start wearing white safari suits with white shoes he buttoned his shirt up open till here got a big thick golden chain and His chest hair. Now, I don't have, I had to plant in if I want to do it. And his wife came to see me because I know them. They were Storms Pentecostals. And she said, There's trouble with my husband. I want to tell her I can see it. Now, it's nothing wrong now in these days that people do it. And she said, We're going to get a divorce. He's got a girlfriend. And she's in the late 20s. I said, "Ah, don't worry. He's going to die. I said, at this age, men are not wired for 20-year-olds. I said, she's high maintenance. She wants to be electrocuted all the time. I said, and his electric works doesn't work. You see, <laughs> you can walk towards God or away from God and miss the plan. Family, when John puts in writing, Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. He was telling us how well-equipped you are to break through every limitation that Satan and hindrance, Satan strives to throw at you so that life will not be fair. Now, the key point this morning is when we understand That there is the power of God in you and over you to help you to overcome every obstacle that the enemy tries to put in your way. Ephesians 1.19 says, so that you may know and understand. Knowing is not enough. I must understand how does deception comes and derailing of your godly assignment comes when I lose sight of the word of God somewhere on my journey. And I am like the one brother that said I will and I don't do it. Or I am like the lost coin that needs to come back in circulation because you are a person of value. Things God wants to use in this time frame we're in is earthen vessels, you and me. Say, God wants to use me. What an honor when God wants to use you, the creator of heaven and earth. Genesis 1, in the beginning, God. That God who create heaven and earth, who spoke the word, who take dirt, dust, mud, and create earth. Adam. Now, women are better than men because they were not created out of mud. They were made out of bone china. Okay, you'll get that later. They came out of the rib of Abraham, of Adam. Turn to your husband say, Mud, look at bone china this morning. Listen. You're the vessel that God wants to use That God who created, that God who planned your redemption, the one who died on behalf of us so that we can have life and have it in abundance is the one that said, I want to use you. The only way how God can use us is when I let go of my will because the world tries to tell me my will is more important than any. That's why they say human rights. The letter to the church of Laodicea, the last letter that was written in the book of Revelation, Lahu human <laughs> this year, rights, human rights, And you will discover in that letters, it's all about if Satan can get you away from your first love, where God was first, the most important, the most phenomenal being in your life, person, what you want to call it. In these days, God are not first. And if he's not first, you have tampered with divine order. God who's first says, my body, be planted in my house like the palm tree and the cedar of Lebanon, so that you can flourish and be fruitful and can grow, and that even in what age you are, that you will be young of heart. Come on, somebody. That you will soar up like an eagle. That's God's desire for us. If I tempered on the plan of God, the desire of God. I move out of God's order into disorder, out of divine order into disorder. That's when I have to make And I depend my life on prophecy and I am for prophets and I am for and then all bigger revelations. We do the keys of faith. I've got people that sent me a message. Please delete me. I need a bigger revelation than that. While scripture says there's only one way how righteous people will live. My word, by faith. The just shall live by faith. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38. If he withdraw him from the faith life, my soul shall withdraw him from that person. That's the Bible. Not the book of Mormon. It's the Bible. Your roadmap. Now let me finish and get to the end because Romans chapter 8, 11 says, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is inside of you. Say, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is inside of me. In other words, you're unstoppable. You are victorious. You are the mover and the shaker and the troublemaker for the kingdom of darkness. You have the authority and the power to stop the maneuvers of the enemy. If you think you're great where you are right now, think how great you can be when you come in harmony and walk in sync with heaven to become a co-laborer with God, that you and God works hand in hand together. Come on, somebody. I don't do it my way, Frank Sinatra way, blue eyes way. Frank Sinatra says, I'll do it my way. My way. No, my way doesn't have the guarantee. So what's the action? The one brother came to his senses, changed his mind, and he put in action. He becomes a doer of the Father's desire. God cannot bless our Disorder, Whatever God bless multiplies in 30, 60, 100. Deuteronomy one eleven says a thousand times more. You and I can thank God that He doesn't bless the disorder. We ask Him to bless because the disorder will multiply a thousand times more. God can only bless His divine order, His plan. I think I preach better than what you clap your hands. Listen. So here's the thing. Peter comes with instruction. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. And he says, be alert and of sober mind. Now, this is amazing. God said, do this. Charlotte Kronk years ago at our big uh, campus, LWPC, big mama, we called her big mama. She prophesied to a couple, two couples. She said, hear the word of the Lord. Your feet are cast in concrete in this ministry. Never leave this ministry. Disaster will follow you. Because the plan of God is for you. Man, that couple's left Miklofdal. One couple end up in a terrible divorce. The other couple end up sleeping in a car that I had to take them out of the streets. They fell from there to there. Not because Loftal is the. For those who, it is the. But that was God's will. If God's will was not the local church, I would be out long ago. But this is my family. My spiritual family lives longer than my natural family because we're going to spend eternity together. Help me. And I saw... How destruction started moving with them. We had another family. And that broke my heart years ago. God gave me a prophetic word for them on the 31st of December, many years ago, how God's gonna bless, prosper them, and everything. And they were normal workers, and suddenly when they become wealthy, start driving nice cars and business and flourish. Then they said, we can no longer serve at Loftdal, because Loftal have plastic chairs and asbestos roof. We need a place with fundake carpets, five shield and biscope seats. They made an accident with their car and they phoned. Volma was alive still that time and said, if we were at Loftdal, we could come with our bucky. But we cannot park our bucky amongst them, Mercedes-Benzes and BMWs where we go right now. And when Walmart told me that, I said, they're in big trouble. He said, what do you mean? I said, destruction is going to hit them and hear the pride. I said, it's only pride. Next moment on the front page of the newspapers of the most horrific stories that happened. And they were demolished as a family. Not because God, not because of a prophetic word, but because they walk out under the protection of God's will for their lives. God said, I want you to end this year strong. So it's no longer since the word proceeds out of the mouth of God. It's no longer God's responsibility. It's my responsibility to work the word. God already revealed his heart. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hebrew children were traveling out of Egypt through the sea. God set the table. His God, he sent the spies. The spies came back, Numbers 13, 14. And they changed the whole plan of God. God said, but, the moment when you put a but, that's not the thing you sit on. That's a big but, because it's through buts that people end up in destruction. Many other plans in a man's heart. Only the purposes of God that will prevail. And I told you last week, all the persecution I went through in this town to have a multinational or all nations church. They cut the brake pipes, the AWB, Amalville, Berkeley, They put sugar in the petrol tank. They turned the driving shaft loose. I can tell the wheel nuts, anonymous letters, my word, the persecution. The mayor called me in and said to his home in Station Street, there's still a street named after him. And he said, you read the message of the Bible with your mixed church. I'll get you out of this town within a week. Within a week, he was out of town. And here I am for 43 years. (laughs) Many other plans we have. If Gustav can get one thing through, your plan doesn't have the guarantee. How many of us had plans made and you nosedive... A dogma. This is what he say. Ek dogma. Come on. When the honeymoon is over with anything, and you have to face the reality, then dogma doesn't work. It's the plan of God that has the only guarantee. It was tested in the lines. Then It was tested by fire. Hit up the furnace seven times more. And every time, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and even Daniel came out free because of God's plan. What is God's plan for us? Tell your neighbor, say, to end strong and to endure. Life is not fair, ladies and gentlemen. Life slap you, trample you, calm you out of your birthright, inheritance. So that you will, he wants, the enemy wants you to miss the plan. 1 Peter 5 verse 8 says, be alert and sober minded. So what's the way how Satan wants to operate? distractions. Say distractions. That's his end time weapon. He wants to distract you. Everything that glitters is not gold. Dr. Pete Kuranoff was a member with our church for years. Some people got him on the street from Congo or Nigeria, I don't know where, and they sell him some emerald stones. And when he took it, paid 65,000 rand, 65,000. When he took it to a jeweler, they say, where did you buy this caviar fear bottle pieces? This is old wine bottle pieces that they just, he broke the bottle and sell him that. Everything that glitters is not gold. With my 50th birthday, Pastor Aurelian, Pastor, Rudy gave me a golden chain that I had for years. I went for some treatment, and I had to take it off. And then they took my stuff, and I got it back. You know, came out, out of anesthesia. After a while, I thought, somebody said, the chain, what, what happened to your chain? I said, Why? It says it changed color. I said maybe I've got too much acid. And then, when I took the chain off, hey Connor, it was not that chain. Somebody's walking with my 18 karat expensive chain. They p- change it for a counterfeit, and I didn't recognize it. Come on. It's the same Satan will hold before you a yellow carrot that's a counterfeit. And hear the scripture come. Musicians, you can come. Say, my Lord, it must be Asia that really lead him to repentance with time. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant and continuous, cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the enemy of yours, of us, the devil, the devil roams around. He roams around like a roaring lion in fear's heart. Hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. He walks around. He is not a lion. He's a mouse with a microphone. He makes the noises. He's hungry to devour you out of truth. He wants God's body. The very people. Satan know how much pleasure you bring to God he also know we can bring pain to god that's why scripture says don't grieve the holy spirit i'm sharing god's plan satan wants you to be a griever of the holy spirit to bring pain to father god's heart by getting you in distractions lukewarm must the plan bring falsehood. Daniel chapter 7, the end time weapons, he will bring accusations against God and he will, listen, wear the saints of God out. He makes you tired of fighting. Sometimes it's that person that you love so much that will fight you. so that you will turn against God. Bad happenings in life. The two sisters of Lazarus, he's dead, he stinks, he smells like a McDonald's double hamburger. He's already how many days in the tomb? The one sister accused Jesus, if you were here, this wouldn't happen to my brother. Jesus said, I am resurrection and life. She said, one day I know. He tries to give them to end strong. To be the son that can change the mind that said it would not. And he went to work in the vineyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the attack on your life, is not because you've sinned. Oh, you have bad. I went through a very difficult time a few months ago. Physical. There was a diagnosis that I don't want to get in. And when somebody heard this, they say, Now, why did you do that God is punishing you like that? Why does God put this on you? I said, No, no, no. God doesn't make sick. God doesn't put stuff on you. God doesn't kill your son to teach you a lesson. No, 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 no. Satan wants to wear you out. Tired of fighting. Only Satan's strategy. Now, 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 here is the thing. He says, be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Don't lose your salvation. Don't use, lose, don't lose. You are what the Word says you are. You can do what the Word says you can do. You will achieve what the Word says you will achieve. You can have what the Word says you can have. Don't lose that. Because your enemy, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. Verse 9, withstand him. Say, withstand him. Withstand him. In other words, you have the authority. Your battle is not against flesh and blood. Withstand him. My mother always said, the grass may seem greener on the other side of the fence." And the reason is, I don't want to use the exact Afrikaans words, she said, because the manure is more there. There's more manure there. You're going to miss it. Don't let the green grass on the other side of the fence of God's plan, Satan's strategy to fight you. But you have the protection. you called by your name, He set you apart. His hand is upon your life. He wants to use you in the end time like never before. He brings Moses out of obscurity. Come on, that Hebrew children... My Lord, when they start, the Lord said, I'm so angry now, I'm tired. Now because you disobey, you said my word, but you put, but, uh, my word, God said, but the children of Enoch, the giants are too big. He said, now you will dwell in the desert for each day you've been spying for 40 years. After 40 years, God said to the new generation, okay, it's time to move to the promised land. They say, God. You direct us this path. No, 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 I, not me. I just had an 11-day journey. You turned it into a 40-year. And that generation had to die because, he said, I gave you over to your own heart's desires. Have you discovered Sometimes we can have evil desires. Somebody bail me out. If you discover desires you had was not from heaven. There's a few yeses. There's a few quiet ones. He says, withstand the devil. Ladies and gentlemen, he will always lead you in green pastures. Listen. The devil is looking for... If you go on a safari up in Africa, the game warden tells you three things not to do. He said, never walk ahead of me. Your destiny is in the game warden's mouth. Your destiny... Jesus' destiny was in the father's mouth and, and his earthly mother. At the wedding at Canaan, they ran out of wine. Jesus is 30 years young. She said, just what he tells you to do, do it. He said, woman, my time didn't come. What she was saying, yes, your time came. Your destiny is in a man or a woman of God's mouth to unlock your future the plan of God listen he said when we are on the safari don't walk ahead of me if the lion the wild lion chase to snatch you and I must shoot guess who's in the way of the bullet you. Stay behind and follow. Second thing, he says, never separate you from the group. Scripture says, he who separates himself willfully becomes a fool. He will take no wise counsel. I've counseled people. I know they miss the plan of God, not because I want them. And they told me it's God. Gave the wisdom. And then there, they hit the ditch, end up in quicksand. Their lives are demolished. I had a lady walk in my office. She said, I should have listened to you. I said, why didn't you listen to me? Two years later, she said, Because someone else said she lost 3.5 million. I warned her at the door, right there. She got so angry when I warned her. And I didn't do it because I'm not the bossy type. I love people. And I'm going to give account on the souls God entrusted. Good Shepherd wants to lead his people to green pastures. He said, don't separate yourself from the group. The moment when you separate, a lion cannot discern. He's confused. That's why in the circus, what does that circus man do? He keeps up a bar chair with three legs to confuse the lion. In the wild, they chase into the group. And the ones separate, that's the weak one. They later on grab him. He said, don't separate yourself. Stay with the group. Because the roaring lion, it's out of the Bible, is looking for the weak one whom he can, the rebel one, the one that's going to miss the plan. He said, the third thing, when a lion chases you, Never turn your back and run away. Stand firm and stare him in the eye. Because the moment when you start running away, you give him the sign, you his next meal, he can devour you. That's why the Bible says, He says, withstand him, be firm in faith against his onset. Be rooted and established, strong, immovable, and determined, knowing that the same identical sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood, the whole body of Christians throughout the world. What is that? It is Satan's plan. He wants you to miss God. He doesn't want us to obey God. He doesn't want you to operate in radical faith, to get out of the boat, get unstuck where you are, to start water walking in this life. You must remember Satan comes with options. I've seen options. I followed an option one time to, and I shared it here to a Marian Tull in Namibia great calling. I'm working for free for this church for hundreds of years that I've been here. And I've learned. That church offered me everything. Now today we have everything. And when I walked in the foyer, I heard the audible voice of God. What do you think you're doing here? I was persecuted. The people start getting slain in the spirit, then now, I was quite big. Then they say they saw me charge the 12 volt battery that I carry around my neck with two copper wires. I'm shocking the people. All these nonsense stories. Listen, God wants you to end strong at start being planted in the house. Become fruitful, bear fruit, multiply. It starts with a made-up mind. I'm going to resist the devil. The Bible didn't say assist the devil. He says resist the devil. I assist the enemy when I'm losing the plan of God. What did God tell me in His Word to do? The Father said, go and work in my vineyard. This end-time message is all about... The lost coin, the lost sheep, the prodigal that needs to come home to the plan of God. You can be in the house of God and be lost because the older brother was in the house. And when the father celebrated the lost son, the older brother mentality, he got angry, he was more lost than his brother that spend his time with the swine, with pigs and stuff and prostitutes. God is getting his church ready to be an army that can march in unity as a many-member body to impact the world and impact the nations of the world. And this morning, we hear Maybe you're that brother that said, God, I will, and you didn't do it somewhere. Maybe you're the one that said you will, and you didn't do it. But this morning, the word brings light to say, God, I'm going to do it. I'm going to raise the dead, heal the sick, cast out devils. This word is the word that's going to work more powerful. Because Jesus said, "You can work the works of Jesus and greater works." That's what his desire is. You're destined for greater works, but you must be planted. Because if you keep on, deplant yourself, you hurt the root and the fruit. The bonsai Christian time is over. You valuable for God. Maybe you're that valuable coin that got lost and you are hiding in some because pain and disappointments and life didn't treat you well. This is your morning for that dinner out that you can be. Your father said, I've got the, the ring of the family. I have that shoes for the preparation of the gospel for a fresh start and new beginning. I have that fresh cloak. So, what's the key? Stop listening to the lies of the devil. The devil said, You're no good, so no, I'm good. The devil said, You're not gonna make it, so I'm gonna make it. The devil said, You're going bankrupt, say so no, my God shall supply all my needs because I'm a giver. The devil say, you're going to die. Say, no, I'm going to live. Hallelujah. I'm going to declare the goodness of God. The devil say, your child say, no, 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 no. Me and my house will serve the Lord. Tell, stop listening to his lies. Say, God, I want to be a person of impact. I'm here to resist the devil. He can walk like a roaring lion, but I put, I cut his electricity this morning no longer with a microphone in my ear, I'm not going to make it. I'm here to end strong. On this journey, it's who is here to complete the race. To say, I am finishing strong. Strong. If you feel weak this morning, God wants to make you strong. Ladies and gentlemen, There's times in your life that you don't hold on to God, but God holds on to you. And he said, just stay. Just stay. Don't run away. Don't give the enemy any foothold. Resist the devil. You have the authority. You have the power. You have the ability to be victorious in every situation and if you're that person this morning to say this morning I said I'm not going to do it but this morning I'm going to do it you say I'm that last coin this morning the broom of the Holy Spirit broomed me out when I wasn't hiding so that I can be useful for the kingdom to impact to raise the dead, to stand on the word, to be that mighty man and woman that God can use. If that's you, will you stand with me right now? Maybe you in this building, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. This is your morning. This is your morning this morning to say, Jesus, I need you. If you're the person that saved, I am like that sun. I'm coming home. I'm coming home this morning. I'm no longer going to be outside the plan of God. I want to end strong in 2023. I may have a few setbacks, but my comeback this morning is greater than any other setback this journey. Father, we thank you right now in the glorious name of Jesus, the living Christ, that this morning we come to you, Lord, and we say, forgive us if I was the son that said I will and I didn't do it, or I will do it and I didn't do it, I'm coming back. To the heart of worship. To be that worshiper. That I give my life to you. To walk and sing. There's people right now. God is dealing with you. He's breaking that yoke of bondage. Of disappointments. By word. So that you can restore your trust. Thank you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. That we can be useful for your kingdom. Wherever people are tuned in and watch from that their prayers this morning to say, God, I'm coming back in what you spoke over my life. I'm coming back to that unity, to that great plan right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I know there's people standing turned to somebody say, You are a winner, you are an overcomer, you are the champion of the Lord. You're gonna make it. Maybe you're going to need special prayer that somebody can pray with you. We're going to invite you. We're going to dedicate a baby. But if you need special prayer, somebody to pray with you, to stand, you want to stand in for sickness that needs to be healed, for a bad situation that God needs to change, just come because He's going to touch you, transform you for His glory. And while people are coming, while people are coming, we're going to ask Pastor Natasha, and ushers, help us to line up. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. There's some more people coming. We're coming home. We're coming, Lord. It's your morning of breakthrough, beautiful. It's your morning of breakthrough, family. That's right. That's right. People are coming. People are coming. You're going to remain standing. Pastor Natasha is going to dedicate this beautiful baby. Well, then we're going to pray for the people. Then we're going to pray for the people. Family also that wants to come, come.
1: Father God, we just come and, and and I just want to pray for everybody that is in front as well. And I just want to say, Lord, thank you for these people, Father. Thank you that you are the miracle worker, Father, and that miracles that, that you have planned and purpose for them will manifest in their lives and that you will do exactly what you need to do for them, Father God. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, Holy Spirit, that you will move Touch them. Move them, Father God, in your purpose and in your will and in your word today, Lord. I speak healing where there is healing needed. I speak deliverance where there is deliverance needed. I pray, Father, that you will touch their minds, that you will set them free, Father, because you are the God of the breakthrough, the God of miracles, the God of the impossible. You are our God, our warrior, our champion champion father god and we worship you and we honor you today in jesus mighty name thank you lord thank you jesus thank you jesus amen 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 if the family can just come and just stand before just here make a row in front of of everybody it will be just great thank you Beautiful family. Amen. Marissa and Robin, before I start, I want to call the congregation as witnesses that you agree today to raise this beautiful little Michaela Grace in the fear of the Lord. Do you agree? So we stand as a congregation, we stand as witnesses that you too will raise in the fear of the Lord. Michaela Grace, I just want to say her, her Hebrew name means who resembles God. And Michaela Grace is called to resemble God. And the name Grace means um, goodness, generosity, precious, and value. So she will bring goodness to the family. She will have a generous heart and she will be precious and valuable to God and to people. For she's born for a time such as this and God has a great plan and a purpose for her because Psalm 127 verses three says, behold, children are a heritage from God. The fruit of the womb is a reward. And today I said it, In the beginning of the year, that this is the year of great reward, and God is rewarding the two of you and this whole family. With Michaela Grace today, I want to say you will not go through what other parents went through. You will not go through what you as parents went through in the past because she will bring. I declare and I decree today over her life that she will bring much joy and much blessing to the family. Because Genesis 6 verses 8 says, But Noah found grace in the eye of the Lord. And I want to say, Michaela Grace found grace in the, you better smile at me, in the eye of the Lord. And today, Father, on the 19th of November, we are dedicating this precious gift, this inheritance that came from you, Lord. We're giving her back to you, not only as a family, but also as a congregation, because we know it takes a village to raise a child. And Father, we give it to you because we know that you have planted so much in her. And I want to prophesy over her life today that she will rise up as a mighty woman of God. That there is songs in her heart and in her destiny that she will sing. There is books that she will write and there's stories that she will tell because she will do all. All the will of the Lord in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for this joy bringer, joy giver that has favor in the sight of you. Lord, and I pray, Father, for this whole family. I pray for wisdom. And understanding over them. That they know that it's not just another child. And even the kids that is in front. That they will know that we are raising our children for the kingdom of God. To shine our lights and their lights so bright. That wherever they go, you will be glorified, Father. I pray for wisdom over this family. When hard times come. That they will know they can stand on the 19th of November. And say, Lord, we have given Michaela grace to you. And we refuse the work of the enemy over her life. And we as a family and as a church family cover her under your blood. In Jesus' name. I just want to share this before you go. Um, Marissa, congratulations. Robin, congratulations. Is when you choose a name. It's, there's a tribe in, in Namibia. What what happens is when the woman wants a baby, she goes into the mountain, and she stays in the mountain till till she gets a song. Now they don't name the children like we say Michaela Grace or what. We don't name the children, Pastor Jeff. but what we do, what what they do is they go in and they wait till they get a song. And when they receive this song, they go into this village. And then this woman go find herself, a husband. And then when she conceives, she starts to teach the whole village the song. So when the mother, the child is growing up, the mother is calling the child, she will sing this song to. And then the whole village will start singing the song until the child responds to the song. And that is what we do as a congregation. We stand and we know that when Michaela Grace is in need, as a family, naturally, and as a spiritual family, we will sing her name into the heavens until she responds and say yes to Jesus. Pastor Jeff, I want you to come and pray and just speak a blessing over the family and if you have a prophetic word.
2: Hallelujah. Father, we just want to thank you right now. We lift each and every person up before you this morning, and we thank you, God, that you are the one that is able but also willing. This morning, God, you're drawing them near to you. Lord, I... I thank you, Father God, that you're doing a mighty work, a miraculous work. And God says, I must tell you as a family, the Lord says, I must speak this over you right now. God says, hear the word, hear the word this morning. I have raised you up for a time such as this, says the Lord, to make a difference and to be different. No longer will you be subjected, says the Lord, to the things around you, to the habits that you have been adhering to, but God says, I'm calling you out this morning to step aside so that I can step in and do the things, says the Lord, because for too long you've been holding on to the old ways, but God is saying today is a new day, this is your turnaround time, and I've called you out, says the Lord, to step into the new things, says the Lord. As you hold on to my word, says God, as you start speaking my word, God says, I will honor my word. I will honor my word. God says, I must tell you, don't look to the left or the right. Don't even look behind you because the Lord says, today is a new day. The past is over. The past is over. Robbie, I must tell you, God says, I must tell you, the past is over. This is a new day. You're stepping into your destiny today. To the things that I've called you to do, says the Lord. To be the instrument in my hand, says God. Because you don't stand in the front by accident. But God says, your past is over. You are moving forward, says the Lord. You are moving forward in Jesus'
1: name. Amen. Congratulations. Let's give them a God bless you and thank you for coming. And she's going to bring a lot of joy to your life and a lot of healing. (laughs) Pastor Jeff, come and end this service. Let's stand and give God a God bless you. Thank you for coming. Don't miss tonight's service. Pastor Jeff, just pray for us. Amen.
2: Hallelujah. Can we just do something different, right? I want all of you to do this, please. Just turn around and say, God, this morning, say it, say it. Say, God, this morning, I'm turning around. I'm embarking on this new journey because you've called me for a time such as this to make a difference and to be different. Father, in the name of Jesus, come on, let's give God a praise offering in this place. Father, in the name of Jesus, you are stepping into our now so that we will experience everything that you have in store for us. This morning, God, we heard the word. Write that word on our hearts so that we will embrace it and run with it because God, surely, everything that we put our hands to will be blessed. Everything that we take up and be blessed serious about will be blessed and you will go before us God and you will break open the way so that we will experience everything that you have in store for us. Let the peace of God now come and fill you that surpasses all understanding in Jesus name. Amen.